We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I remember this song from Crime Story. It's a classic song. Yeah. It's just Walking in the Rain or something like that. No, the rock and, rock and Roll Rock something. Yeah, rock, yeah rock, rock and Roll rock. rock. Yeah. Elton John. Yeah. Welcome back. Midday no, show. I had, the wrong, I had the wrong thing there. Forget it, man. I, I screwed up. Well, Elton John, t- little Elton John talk on this uh, Thursday as we rock await news rock. on a head coach decision by the owner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Joining us right now to talk about Sirianni, the end of this Eagles season, is a guy who's done this before. He knows the highs, winning a Super Bowl. And the ups and downs of trying to sustain a winning team. Brian Billick, former Ravens coach, with us right now on the Midday Show. Brian, you're with Hugh and Joe in Philadelphia. How are you doing today? Coach. I am doing great. How are you guys doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Coach, you know, I think the last time that I, I actually interacted with you was when we were about to play a preseason game and the vet turf was messed up. Oh, yeah. yeah and, was- and, and you was <laughs> like, forget that. I'm not playing on this turf. <laughs> Yeah, that was a, that was a you guys weren't interested in playing that thing either. No, we weren't, but but you know what, coach, we put it all on you because you you and your players were adamant about not playing on that turf. I remember that. Well, I told I told when they came when we finally decided to cancel the game. I told them, I tell you what, do us a favor, don't announce it to the fans until we've actually gotten on the bus with the left. They're going to take it out on us. No, that's it's a it's a tough place to be. Now, and speaking of that, coach, when you look at this Philadelphia Eagles team. What, what did you see on the outside looking in? What did you see the problem of this team this year? You know, it, it's hard to put your finger on it because you're talking about a team that at, when they were 10-1, and one, you thought, boy, they, they, they're going to steamroll their way to, to the Super Bowl again. Uh, they had balanced uh, offense, defense, run the ball, throwing the ball. To me, looking at it, 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 the defense is what obviously became problematic. And, and it, it was a contaminant to the offense as well because the offense didn't have any confidence in that the defense was going to hold up. And once that starts skidding, once that starts scoring, it, it, it's a tough place to be. And you can just look at the body language of the Eagles players in the game last week or, or last weekend. It, they just, it just didn't look right. It just didn't look like they believed they could do that. And obviously with the last month that they had had, you know, I kind of thought, well, maybe maybe they'll they'll tap into that pedigree and they'll kind of wake up and kind of get their mojo going again. But boy, they just they just seemed like they wanted no part of that game in Tampa Bay. Brian, a lot of talk here on our show and our station and the whole city about the future here of Nick Sirianni. Three years, three playoff trips, a trip to the Super Bowl last year, but it, it, this thing ended really poorly. Six out of seven. The reports say that he's going to meet with Jeff Lurie and then Jeff Lurie is going to decide on what he wants to do here. What do you think about the job Sirianni has done, and does it blow you away that he could be on the hot seat after three years, or is that kind of the business? Well, yeah, you talk about that kind of the business. We're, we're talking about a Bill Belichick with six Super Bowls, you know, at, at having to depart. I mean, that's just the nature of the game sometimes. Uh, this is a tough one, and it's going to be a tough one for Mr. Lurie and for the Eagles. They obviously uh, have had success. They've got talent. Um, the way it fell apart the last month, that's going to be a tough one. Um, Coach Sirianni and the players sound like they believe in Sirianni. 
they can work their way through it. The difficulty is the mentality, and you guys know it better in Philly than I do, that the negative vibe that's going to persist all through the offseason going into the season, that's a lot to work through. Uh, that's not to say that, that that's why you should make a change, but you got to be cognizant of the fact that if you decide to stay the course and there's no reason to think that they can't piece it back together, obviously got to make some changes on the staff, got to add to the to the personnel. Uh, but but you you know you're going to have to find fight through that negative vibe all the way up to you win that first game. You know, coach, when you look at this offense, and and I don't know if you feel this way, I feel like like it's a quick fix. But if you were trying to fix it, what what would be some of the ways that you would go about trying to fix this offense? Well, that's a tough one. You know, obviously it begins with the the quarterback uh, and and his unique capabilities, uh, which are substantial. Um, obviously you need to develop a little bit more of a, a rhythmic passing game mm-hmm. to where we want to lean on that. I mean, you're going to be able to run the ball and he's going to add to it. Uh, but th- the ability to have com- be comfortable that if he has to throw the ball 40 times from the pocket, that he'll do just that. And that comes to do with, you know, what you've got in the receiving core, obviously the offensive line. Uh, but seriously, the biggest thing is they, they've got to relook at what they're doing defensively and reestablish what it is and who it is they are defensively to augment that really good offense. Brian, uh, Jalen Hurts this year went backwards a little bit statistically from where he was a year ago, and we know he dealt with a knee injury and he wasn't quite the same as explosiveness. Brian, what a guy like him, and I know you coached a guy in Baltimore towards the end of his career, Steve McNair, that Jalen kind of reminds me of the way he plays, how physically is. How tough of a balance is it as an offensive coach, to try to figure out how much should I allow him, want him to run because he's good at that, versus i got to protect his body so he can do everything as a thrower, feeling his best. Yeah, you, you, that is a balance, and you have to be very cognizant of, okay, look, he's going to do this organically on his own. How much quarterback-designed run do we want to do? And, and what do we want that pitch count to be? Uh, because you're right, uh, uh, Jalen Hurst is a unique athlete. Um, when he was coming out, someone made the analogy. You look at Lamar Jackson. They're saying Lamar Jackson is a tailback playing playing quarterback. Jalen Hurst is a fullback playing quarterback, and he's going to take more hits, and that does become problematic. That is something that you've got to be very conscious of. It's a long season. It takes its toll late into the season, and it's the little nagging injuries that really prevent him from from playing the position the way that you need to. So yeah, you've got to you got to let them play. You got to let them do what they do. But you got to be very conscious of how much do we want to expose him to designed hits with quarterback runs. Brian, take us back to your experiences. I think if Nick Sirianni stays, one of the challenges is a new offensive coordinator. If they do get one, is it that person's offense or is it Nick's offense? And then that person kind of helps coordinate it, maybe call the plays. You were an offensive guy by trade. You had offensive coordinators. Is that a difficult balance? How do you think Sirianni should try to establish his coordinator? Should that guy call the plays? Should Sirianni? Because that feels like there's a little upheaval here on on what offense is this moving forward? Is it Sirianni's or is it maybe someone that's coming in here? Yeah, you you got to make that decision. If if, if you're just going to continue to do your offense, there's no reason to, to to suggest that you shouldn't do that. Why bother with getting a new coordinator? I mean, that you, 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 if you're just going to bring a guy in to orchestrate that, then sure, go ahead and do that. But, that, that you know, that is what it is. 
Um, or do you really want to bring someone in? And there's no, there's no downside to that. I mean, decide, okay, I, I need a fresh approach with this. I need someone that's totally focused on just that. You know, it's, it's a funny thing that is a, uh, when you're a coordinator in the league and it's all consuming and it's 24 seven. Um, and then you get a head job and think, well, I can do this job too. Uh, and, and there is more to that. And you got to decide what are you going to do? Uh, are you going to be the play caller? Well, then you got to have a very defined structure as the head coach. Who's, who's keeping that head coaching perspective while you're calling plays? Uh, if you're going to be the head coach and turn it over to the, co- to a coordinator, and there's plenty of examples of that happening, then you got to turn it over to him. You, you got to, you got to let him coordinate. Because uh, otherwise, you just you're fooling yourself to think that well, I'll bring this guy in, he'll coordinate, but I'm still going to call the game. Well, then, what makes you think anything's going to change? You know, coach, with this small sapling size that I'm pretty sure you've seen, as far as his defense is concerned, who gets to stay, and and who would who would leave in in your guesstimation as far as some of the personnel that we have here? Oh, I don't know. I haven't done that a deep dive into the personnel. I think you've got you you know you can always get better. Uh, I, I, you know, you've got some dominant pass rushers. Obviously, the back end uh, needs to be uh, needs to be addressed, and you, you know, you can always get better. Um, but schematically, and what you're doing, they, you know, you gotta you gotta get someone in there that they're gonna believe in what they're doing defensively. They didn't look like a group that believed in what they were doing defensively mm-hmm. the latter part. Brian, before we uh, ask you uh, about a company that we know you're uh, you're a big part of here, and want to tell us about, give us your thoughts this weekend. The, the four playoff games. Unfortunately, the Eagles are out, so we're all bummed out. But there's some good games this weekend. Uh, which one stands out to you the most? And do you see any any upsets coming up? This- we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This weekend. Well, they're great games uh, this weekend. Uh, you know, if, if, if I'm betting, I'm going to go with book and, and, and go with the home teams, uh, rightfully so. I think the Ravens and 49ers are deservedly the number one seed. I think Green Bay, these two young quarterbacks, uh, Jordan uh, Love and, and uh, C.J. Stroud, uh, are going to be fun to watch. They, they could make life difficult for the Ravens and the 49ers. They're certainly capable of doing that. Uh, like everybody, I'm excited about the Lions game. You know, Detroit's been kind of the black hole of the NFL. You go in there, you just disappear. Uh, the fans are going to be fired up. Uh, this is going to be a great experience for the Lions fans. going to be fun to watch. And the Chiefs and the Bills, these two young guys, these two young guns going at one another with Mahomes and Allen for the first time in Buffalo uh, for a playoff game. So that's going to be exciting. Um, yeah, I, I think certainly Mahomes and the Chiefs could certainly upset the Bills. Um, uh, and the Texans, you know, the Ravens are the best in the AFC. There's no question in my mind. But this Texan team, this defense, Michael Ryans has got them going pretty good. C.J. Stroud has just been outstanding. Uh, he's been, he's played in Baltimore, so you start the season, so it's not like he's going to be overwhelmed by that process. Uh, that's going to be a fun game to watch. Yeah, it should be a great weekend. Brian, tell us about Signal Relief and uh, and what you're doing with them. Well, it, it, I was made aware of this company about six months ago. It, it's incredible. It really is. You know, I spent a lifetime watching players dealing with that prohibitive pain that keeps you from doing the things that you need to do. And, and I've worked with countless doctors, and orthopedic surgeons, physical therapists, 
at some point they're all they'll all make the, the the comment that motion is lotion the best way to rehab is to continue to work through the stiffness of the joints and the muscle well signal relief helps you do just that this isn't a, a, a an icy hot this isn't a, a, a tense unit this is chemical free you put the patch where you need it that's where i love it if i walk 18 holes of golf i put that thing on my lower back if i'm out of the pool it's on my shoulder my upper back it, it blocks that electrical signal that pain signal that allows you then to work through it and continue that lotion of motion and uh, it, it's a heck of a product it's it's uh, you can use it for an entire year so it's very affordable you put it where you need it and it's 100 percent money back guaranteed so you go to signalrelease.com put in promo code coach you get 20 percent back this is the real deal you need to check it out great stuff coach we appreciate you hopping on enjoy the rest of the postseason and uh, we'll catch up again one day thank you have a good one coach there he goes brian billick there with us drop the mic on your ass. yeah i mean he, he listened he gave us some takes and he moved on now we appreciate brian billick being with us and uh giving us the so he, so he thinks this thing is obviously fixable here and and he doesn't seem to be down on the quarterback so listen to every mlb game live the deep left center field it is high it is far it is gone stream minor league affiliates the midwest league home run leader Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.